Hello, everyone. And I'm bringing you this prophecy update about God's purposes for the coronavirus. So good to talk to you again from Focus on the End Times Ministry. Our website is fotet.org, F-O-T-E-T dot org. In part one of this series, we talked about the possibility that God has sent this crisis of coronavirus as a warning to the world not to divide the land of Israel. Part one is available on our YouTube channel with a link also from our website at fotet.org. Now today in part two, I wanted to ask the question, is COVID-19 an end time sign? It shouldn't surprise us God's giving us warning signals about the return of Jesus, just as he gave us signs about his first coming. There's a lot of prophecy about his second coming. Matter of fact, for every prophecy of his first coming, there are 10 prophecies predicting the second coming. In the New Testament, Christ's return is mentioned an average of one in five verses. In fact, it may surprise you to learn that in the New Testament, verses about the return of Christ are more numerous than any other subject in the Bible. 318 references in the New Testament. Jesus said we should be watching the signs surrounding his return. You know, I've often taught that God isn't going to write a message in the clouds warning us we're getting close to the coming of the Lord. However, I need to check that now because COVID-19 is about as clear of a message from God as we're ever going to see. Now we've heard a lot about end time signs over the years and a lot of foolishness has been said and a lot of speculations have been made. But here's God's twofold pattern regarding the end time signs that I think may help. Number one, God always prophesies about the important events to come. Amos chapter three and verse seven says, the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. And Jesus gives us the reason why he does this in John 14, 29. He says, I've told you now before it happens, so that when it happens, you will believe. So God always tells us something ahead of time by prophecy. And number two, as prophesied events get close to happening, God sends warning signs of their imminent arrival. That's where I believe we are today with this virus. Matter of fact, did you know that God is obligated by his character to warn the world of impending judgment? This is the pattern of scripture. God warned the world in the day of Noah for 120 years. He warned Sodom and Gomorrah through Abraham. He sent Jonah to warn the city of Nineveh. And he sent Jeremiah to warn Jerusalem that the Babylonians were coming. So God in his grace, seems to be telling us in this season, lift up your eyes, get your life ready, put your house in order. We're living in this season of Christ's return. Now, Jesus warned us to pay attention to the signs of his return. You remember in Matthew chapter 24 and verse seven, he said, you'll hear of wars and rumors of wars. Do not be troubled for all these things must come to pass. Nation will rise against nation. There'll be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various places. And then after listing all those signs, Jesus gives us a very important clue as to how to describe the signs as birth pains. He says this in Matthew 24 and verse eight, these signs are like birth pains with more of them to come. Now this birth pain analogy is very helpful to understand the signs of the last days. Here's what the analogy means. 
The signs of Christ's coming will be much like contractions in childbirth. Contractions come with an increase in frequency. More and more signs are coming closer and closer. Contractions also come with an increase in intensity, meaning they become more severe. And thirdly, contractions increase in duration. The pain and discomfort stays longer. We're seeing this trifecta in the signs of the end times happening today. We're seeing more frequent signs. We're seeing more intense interruptions. And we're having longer lasting effects from the things that God is sending us. So let's stop and ask a question. In the last 20 years, have we seen more signs the world is moving closer to the end times or less? Now, not only is this pandemic a sign, but we're also seeing a convergence of other signs all at the same time. Let me list a few others. Israel is now surrounded by enemy nations. The prophesied debate over who owns Jerusalem is worldwide. The Middle East is having a disruptive boiling pot. And there's signs of the days of Noah with the violence and wickedness everywhere. There's a rise in Christian persecution, both around the world and even in America, with our own country battling for Christianity as we speak. There's a moral decline. There's social dysfunction. 2 Timothy 3 talks about the last days people and what all their attributes would be like. You should read that to get a description of what we're seeing today. And now we're also seeing and in the midst of a pestilence. More importantly, let's ask this question. Is the pain and discomfort of COVID-19 staying longer? Is the pandemic that began in January, now continuing through April, a sign that we're getting closer to the birth and in this case, that means the coming of the Lord. It's certainly more powerful and lasting longer than any previous end time harbinger we've ever seen. So for the conclusion today, let me just wrap up some thoughts and remind you that with lightning speed, God has brought the world to a standstill. Here we sit facing down a crisis. This is the work of our awesome God. It's a warning sign we've entered the season of the Lord's return. This is a taste of the pestilences and plagues that will surround the second coming that God's sending to us. And only God could have designed this. God is removing distractions and calling us to look to Him. Luke 21, 28 says, When you see these things begin to take place, stand up, lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing nigh. Now just for the moment, just for this point in history, God's brought the world to say, look at me, look up. The world is temporary and COVID-19 makes us unable to even participate in anything that formerly mattered to us. Everything is stopped. Careers are on hold. Malls and movies are on hold. You can't even go out to eat because social distancing is mandatory. We can't plan anything because we don't know what the future holds. Only God could bring the world to this screeching halt. 
So let me offer a few suggestions. The COVID-19 is a formula designed by heaven where God is simply saying, come and sit with me. Let's evaluate your life together. You know, there's a similar pattern in Revelation chapter 8, 1 that says when he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for a half an hour. A silence falls over the earth in the middle of the tribulation time. And there again, God says, come and listen to me. This quarantine is a divine window to set our house in order. And a wise steward would grab a hold of this moment for prayer, for Bible reading, and for taking the time to seek the Lord. I hope you'll do that. You could start by asking the Lord to show you what his purposes for your life would look like. Don't let this window escape you. Ask him to redirect your life to a higher purpose. For instance, let me ask you a question. What if God stopped the world just to get you back on track? I think if Jesus comes back for us in the next few days or in the next few years, I think I'm pretty sure that he's going to ask you, why didn't you take advantage of those three months in 2020 that I gave you to walk with me and change your priorities? You see, God's reaching out in a stunning fashion. So point your life to a higher calling. Change the things around you that need to be changed. Imagine a world in which everyday living was filled with confidence that you're serving God's highest purpose for your life. Imagine a world in which moral dilemmas can be viewed as opportunities to grow closer to Him. Imagine a life where Chance encounters with people can be viewed as divinely arranged appointments. And imagine a world where even serious setbacks, just like this pandemic, can be beneficial to your spiritual growth. So don't fumble this moment by making it a forgotten legacy that you could have used to change your life. This is a rare window. It's a rare window to bring the Lord back into focus and to bring Him into the center of your life. You can say to the Lord something very simple. Lord, thank you for seeking me. And please show me and direct me so that you can be the center and focus of my life. Not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at tim at God bless you and your family.